This is the Eat.News podcast, powered by Back of House, where we cover the biggest headlines from this week's restaurant and food service industry. This week, Los Angeles updates its COVID vaccine requirements for diners, restaurants struggle with rent payments, and Kitchen United moves to New York City. Instacart workers are also fed up with the way they're being treated and are now staging walkouts across the country in the coming weeks. As if that wasn't enough, a new study shows that over 50% of hospitality industry workers are planning to leave the industry by year end. Finally, TGI Fridays gets into the ghost kitchen business and the top 50 best restaurant list is out. It's Wednesday, October 13th. I'm Claudia Sarek. Starting November 4th, you can no longer dine inside in L.A. without the jab. The Los Angeles City Council put this into effect for a slew of venues, including coffee shops and shopping centers, until the city lifts its emergency declaration for the pandemic. L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti says the goal is to nudge people to get vaccinated and make businesses safer for workers and customers so that we can save more lives, better protect the vulnerable, and make our communities even safer as we fight this pandemic. Winter is once again looming, and the Wall Street Journal looks at what restaurants are doing to prepare for a second winter with COVID-19. To say there was a learning curve during the first pandemic winter is an understatement. Restaurants erected haphazard tents and borderline dangerous heaters in an effort to keep the doors open. This year, look for restaurant operators to trick out their restaurants for the colder months with colorful decor, easy-to-wash blankets, and hot cider for outdoor diners, while also ensuring faster service than a year ago. Even with the return of customers in restaurants, more than half of America's small restaurants could not afford rent payments in September. That's a figure that's up from 40% in July. The industry blames rising costs of food, supplies, and labor for the lapse in payments. Meanwhile, restaurant lobbyists continue to press Congress to offer another bailout to the industry at large. After New York City, San Francisco, and Los Angeles reigned in third-party delivery fees, lawsuits notwithstanding, Philadelphia may now follow suit by imposing a 15% cap on food delivery fees for platforms like Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. City lawmakers say they're trying to protect a restaurant industry decimated by the pandemic. And the apps are, of course, pushing back, calling the move unconstitutional. Said the owner of a Taiwanese restaurant, we just want a reliable, predictable contract and we don't want surprises. Kitchen United, the California-based ghost kitchen chain, just made a big play to get into New York City. Kitchen United's first ever acquisition is to buy Zool, which launched in New York City all the way back in 2019. That acquisition made Zool a pioneer in the fast-moving ghost kitchen sector that has blown up during the pandemic, as delivery became even more of a staple, especially in New York. Look for Kitchen United to open a Manhattan location later this year. Workers fed up with the way they're treated are staging a nationwide Instacart walk-off on October 16th. Leading that charge is Gig Workers Collective, a grassroots organization for independent contractors. Instacart's shoppers are demanding better base pay, a fairer worker rating system, occupational death benefits stemming from the pandemic, and more support from the company in encouraging customers to tip. As one Gig Workers Collective member aptly put it, we know that in order for us to see change, we need to hit Instacart where it hurts. 
As if operators aren't struggling enough to hold on to their employees, a new survey shows that 58% of restaurant and hotel employees intend to quit their jobs by the end of the year. It's so large, in fact, that researchers have dubbed it the Great Resignation. Furthermore, it appears that the restaurant industry hasn't made a whole lot of progress filling its already empty positions. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, August and September essentially flatlined when it came to adding more workers to eateries, resulting in a pretty significant plummet. The total industry employment is now teetering at around 11.4 million. One large restaurant change is taking an unusual approach to dealing with their staffing issues. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers is now asking its corporate employees to take shifts as fry cooks and cashiers in an all-hands-on-deck company-wide approach. The company has a total of 750 corporate employees, and of those, 250 will be taking over frontline employee roles. Another 250 will move to restaurant and recruiting jobs. TGI Fridays is partnering with Reef Technologies to launch 300 ghost kitchens for delivery globally over the next five years. This move comes in the wake of several other significant partnerships for Reef, as more large chains look to expand their delivery capabilities. And finally, the first 50 best restaurants list since the pandemic is out, listing all of the top eateries of 2021 across the world. And it looks like three Michelin-starred tasting menu-only Noma in Copenhagen has topped the list yet again. Geranium in Denmark won second place, and Asador in Spain nabbed the number three spot. Get the full list and learn more about each of these culinary gems at the world's 50 best. That's all for this week, everyone. See you next time.